0: Blessings, everybody this is Trisha and thank you all for tuning in for my new segment today I want to talk about narcissism that controlling spirit that entitled spirit that jealousy spirit and I know a lot of people discuss it amongst just relationships but it actually goes across the board it's family Friends and relationships, and even at work, you know, I've dealt with bosses and coworkers as well with that spirit that they, a.k.a., um, noted as the Jezebel spirit, and I think now they've added the Delilah spirit amongst some of the characteristics as well, um, Leviathan. Is also um, associated with it those many evil spirits as well. Um, I'm still reading up on a lot of it and learning because <laughs> I was one of those ones from childhood on up to now that was just like, wow, what what type of people am I around? What type of people am I dealing with? And I <laughs> I always knew just from growing up amongst you know with my mom and being around her people and different things how evil and good was because on my dad's side you know I always saw good you know character and that's where I learned more about love from my grandma and my granddaddy on my dad's side but as I got older I started paying attention to a lot of ways. And, you know, I don't think it's a disorder either. I have listened to, you know, psychologists that have really studied on that. And like they say, it's a character dysfunction. <laughs> and it's just more so people wanting to be something that they're not is what I look at it as, you know, they feel like they entitled to things or that, you know, they can control other humans which god gave us dominion over the earth not other people and i see it a lot you know talked about mostly in relationships you know where they're trying to one is trying to control the other one but that's where i have been able to associate that with why god says don't be unequally yoked and so I just, you know, as far as like family, I think that more so comes into the fact of the matter that too much stuff is hidden, and that's how narcissism is, you know. They hide a lot, they cover up, they lie, you know, and things like that. And then in relationships, you add on, you know, the dishonesty, the cheating, and, um, you know the the verbal abuse and uh some physical you know and then you know you get into like friendships and it's like one-sided as well you know you you and 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 even in work one-sided you have those that just have good character and they do things out of just the kindness of their hearts that's just the person that they are and these type of people, they prey on that, you know, and they feel entitled to, for you to keep doing whatever it was that they were first, you know, drawn to you by, you know, and when you're not wanting to, when you get to a point where you start paying attention to what you're dealing with, you no longer want to be involved with that type of person and then that's when the what they call smear campaigns come where they start talking about you to other people and that's why I say that's all across the board. It ain't just in relationships, you know. And and it's more so so they can continue to keep this facade out that they're trying to portray to everyone else. You know, and that's why people have to that are in these situations they have to be able to put on that thick skin that full arm of God and you know just let those people say you know whatever it is that they want to say because what I'm learning now is you know those buttons are pushed so they can get the reaction from you anyway because that's what feeds the energy to them that's what feeds their souls you know and you know, like I was in my case, I always laugh with my grandmother and I'm like, yeah, granny, you, you the one got me out here <laughs> thinking everybody was good folk, you know, and doing all, you know, being good. And because and, that's what I saw my grandmother do, but then I also saw my grandmother get in situations where it wasn't returned to her, you know, even in the smallest type of appreciation or gratitude and I, I, you know, felt a certain kind of way about that with people because I knew what type of person my green had been to people as well, but what I had to do was I had to remove all of that, you know, unforgiveness and bitterness and all of that out of me because at the end of the day, nobody owes you anything but love, and when you get interwined with people, like I say, whether it be family, relationships, friend, co-workers, or whatever, that don't know love or don't know how to love or don't want to love you know you have to get the peace within yourself to say hey I'm going to have to take this as a lesson and learn and keep on moving and just be blessed that you're not one of them and I've, I've come to realize that those type of people they love drama you know that's why you have the relatives that can curse each other out today and be high-fiving the cabbage patch tomorrow because for one thing they have a lot of things amongst each other too as far as secrets that they don't want to get out so that's why they have to stay close but at the same time even demons don't like each other so (laughs) but they will team up to take down the prey of somebody that they both you know come to the conclusion that neither one of them care for. So don't ever underestimate a demon because two demons would come together to take down a person that they both have mutual feelings about that they don't like. And that's across the board, <laughs> you know, with family, relationships, friends, co-workers or whatever. So for my people out here with those good hearts, you have to use much discernment you know, because you don't want to get involved too involved with those type of people only to end up later and be like, dang, you know, I wasted a lot of time trying to be who I am to people who are, are destined to not be who they should be, you know, and you have to not take it personally. You have to not you know, let it affect you and and let me and what I'm telling you is nothing that happens overnight is nothing that is cured I mean this is like a daily fight um when you're dealing with humans you know, and like you say, some people have gotten in situations where they they've come you know born into toxic families, they get out here and get involved in toxic relationships to be under another you know married into or whatever more toxic family than then you know you got the friends and you know things like that that you labeled as friends you know that's a word you can't use to you know you can't use that word loosely i learned that you know that that's a label that you can't just slap on everybody and you get to a place where it's like well wow all of these years you know i've been this type of way and when you know you've been a good hearted person most of those people their circle ends up being very small very small because you had to get to the point where you had to walk away from toxicity and the beginning of it first was family you know you had to get away from the abuse that you were getting from you know family whether it be mother father, sister, brother, cousin auntie you know whomever that may be and you just gotta take you know the fact of the saying that I'm not gonna feel guilty because I want peace in my life because that's what Jesus died for to give us peace on the cross he said it is finished that means that what Satan had planned for you is it's not gonna happen for you Unless you allow it to happen. And we all know that sin is fun. (laughs) You know, I hear God's been participating in a bunch of nonsense and doing all this extra stuff that we've all, you know, participated at the time. It was fun. But for those of us that, as time went on, it started doing something in our spirit to where we wanted to be like, wait a minute. Let me self-reflect and and check myself because I know I had some narcissistic characteristics. I wasn't a narcissist, but I had the characteristics. And I knew then that, wait a minute, this is not how I'm supposed to be. That's not, you know, and when I say characteristics like that, I had, you know, anger and, you know, getting upset with certain stuff and, you know, feeling like people should be like me. You know, and you really, you cannot expect you from people. That's for sure. I learned that, you know, and, you know, just, and it wasn't that I was out here calling people out on certain type of stuff. But the way things were happening to me in my life, it caused me to shut down, to pull away, to detach, you know, and get to the point where I just didn't want to deal with nobody. And then the Lord was like, no, but (laughs) you didn't go through that for nothing. You got to get out here and you got to let people know that Satan never stops. Okay. <laughs> he going to always send somebody to you. To distract you. That's why I did my segment on. Who are you. you? Know who you are in Christ. Because you don't want. Who Satan wants you to be. Now he'll make it fun. and He'll even give you the stuff that you fantasize about. That you think you might want. But as time goes on. You are going to be like. Wow. No. Nah. I would have passed on this if I knew what I knew before now, <laughs> you know. And that's why you know the Lord in, in 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 his word tells us a lot of things that he doesn't want us to do. And fornication is the is one of them. That that's the main one I can speak on, and I'm going to do a second because that's a whole nother thing. You know, the People tell you, oh, you shouldn't be having sex before marriage. You shouldn't be out here just, saying, you know. But they never tell you why. And I, I was listening to Doctor Miles Monroe, and what he said made a lot of sense. When he said, "I'm going to tell you why God don't want you," because one, yes, it it brings the narcissists to you, and two, the Lord wants you to have a good life. He don't want you to have all. Uh, no regrets and guilt and all of that confusion and stuff that come out here with all the soul ties that you get from fornication. So I just want to let y'all know that if you're dealing with evil spirits and you're feeling it, it's it's valid. You just got to learn that you don't owe nobody nothing but love. And when the love is not reciprocated, no matter what relationship you in family, you know, significant other, you know, or um, friends, co-workers, whatever it may be. Sometimes you got to evaluate those relationships and say to yourself, is it really worth it? Is this really worth me, my peace? And when it's not, it, if it's not bringing you peace, y'all, it definitely ain't worth it. So till next time, love Trishanne.